What's up, gamers? Welcome yeah, to season two, episode thirteen of 13. Horton Brothers Grimm, a video game podcast. I want to thank all you guys who have been listening lately. Upload, I mean the downloads, not the uploads. The uploads are very few. <laughs> we've missed a, we've missed <laughs> a week or two. To our channel, <clears throat> upload your own damn channel. Um, but we've had a lot three hundred extra downloads since the last time we've recorded one of these. Hell so. yes, oh, uh, nice. Spotify is our big gainer right now. It's fifty six percent of our traffic. So thank you, Spotify listeners. Awesome, Spotify. For checking out our podcast. We hope you're enjoying Monsters it. Out there. So this Rock is on, a new episode. But this episode is going to center around horror games. This is the month of October. Horror games? Horror games. So we're going to be playing Grand Theft Auto horror games. Yeah, Grand <laughs> Theft Auto. We're going to play some Leisure Suit Larry. You know, yeah. Anything with a penis in it. Before going, before going oh my God. Hotel, you'll get uh, something and die immediately. If we can have anything that's got potential insertion, we're good. Mm. All right. So... We are on episode 13. We're going to talk about horror games. Penis. Yay, Penis Jessica has said yay, Penis. By the way, if you're listening to us in audio, we are doing this live on my channel, Bang Bang Potential, on YouTube. So come check it out sometime. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about Scott and Zach's channel. My channel is where it's happening. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You you get to see good games on my channel. You want some, you know, some kitty games, some boring games? Come to Bang Bang Potato. Yes, right. We'll play some boring kitty games. But yeah, we're playing. Uh, penis. Uh, actually, it's Tonic's Horror Fest 2019 right now on my it channel. It's Tonic's Horror Fest. So. Been playing this some cool games. Uh, this is horror uh, podcast. So what we're gonna do is talk about three games. As always, a retro game, a current day game, and a future game. So Scott, you have retro today. What game have you chosen? Super Castlevania Four from the Super Nintendo. Ooh. You don't tell me how to think. Fantastic. You know, Super Castlevania 4 has got to definitely be awesome. I know it's going to be great uh, to talk about. So, wonderful choice. I will be talking about the current day game, and that game has been chosen. It is Bendy and the Ink Machine, baby. Oh, yeah, Bendy. A game I have live streamed on my channel, and I am looking forward to the new one coming out, Bendy, Bendy's Dark Revival. So, we'll see what that's all about. And mm. then uh, our future game, Zach. What did you choose for us today? I have no idea. <laughs> he's, he's like, where <laughs> am I? Is it lunchtime yet? Is it recess no. yet? <laughs> Who are we talking about? I need a Reese's and some Dorito. Okay, so hey, it's horror month, so you can get some pumpkin Reese's. That's true too. <laughs> uh, so the game I chose was called Remothered, not the first one, but the second one that will be out next year and it's called um something about porcelain i'm i'm kidding it's broken porcelain broken porcelain broken porcelain broken porcelain so is this about uh haunted creepy dolls or what um no um, um old bathroom toilets <laughs> no not, <laughs> this no. toilet is haunted by evil turds <laughs> you must vanquish it it's oh more psychological type of stuff. Uh, and we'll go over it in a little bit. <laughs> Shook 50, <laughs> welcome to the stream. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Evil potty. Broken foreskin. Broken. Oh gosh, we're silver. We aren't Jewish, so yeah. <laughs> Our foreskin was broken at an early age. Well, I think it was Arden. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> oh. Ouch. So, 
Welcome to the stream, Shirt 50, by the way. Thank you, Shirt 50, what for being here. What is going on with this fucking thing? Evil Potty, yeah, yes, yeah. indeed, Jesse. So that's the three games we're going to be talking about today. So we really appreciate y'all being here and listening. And thank you guys who are watching live, Shook 50 and my lady friend, Jesse. You guys are awesome for being here. Two people who are our guests on our show. So it's great yes. that y'all came back. We didn't scare you away. That is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they I think they much prefer listening as to performing, don't you? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah, that's a shame because you know it was a lot of fun. That's weird. That's all y'all heard was foreskin. Foreskin. I uh, did not know that it was a treat. <laughs> Dang, no. Shook. It wasn't that bad, was it, brother? If I had a place to run, I had run. I'd have run away. Shook says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're fixing to do a, a light jog into the first segment today. This is called. Retro, and this is from Scott, Super Castlevania 4. Scott, you ready to talk about it? Go for it. Rock and roll. Okay, guys. Uh, Super Castlevania 4 was developed by Konami, published by Konami for the platform Super Nintendo. It was, released, Super. it was released in the United States, or North America, I should say, on December 4th, 1991. It was yep. a single-player game like most of the Castlevanias were. Um, action platformer, of course. So, Super Castlevania 4 was a side-scrolling platformer. It had 11 levels that the player can run through with the main character, Simon Belmont, from all the first original Castlevania games. Now, later on in the Castlevania games, I think we ended up playing with uh, some of his descendants, if I am if I remember that right. Really? Sometimes. Uh, like I a think so, yeah. family tree type of situation. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. where we need easy to be here, man. It's like a, a uh, show us on the Dracula doll where you were touched. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> right, right here. Right here. <laughs> Let's have a family meeting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there's a scar here. I was touched <laughs> by an angel. There's there's two Dracula. two little two little puncture wounds right there. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, two tiny elf rapists. <laughs> Yeah, you go through all. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what they do to me every week, or every two or three weeks. Hey guys, move out of the way. Anyway, so yeah, you, you go through those eleven levels to get to the final boss, Dracula, of course, the granddaddy of all vampires. So, Doctor Acula. There are mini bosses along the way there's a, a one of the mini bosses is a skeleton warrior on a skeleton horse that is the mini boss in the first level in and a skeleton then castle how small exactly. is it exactly well it's not really that small it's a mini boss because it's not the main boss that's what she said slash 913 yeah. welcome to the what's stream up, bro slash how's it going hey, what's up man my brother zach and scott right here check them out so yeah the the skeleton Warrior and Medusa, just to name a couple. Medulla oblonga. <laughs> yeah, sure, Jess. That's what she said. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so um, the game is pretty standard for the genre. It's like I said, it's a platformer. The player has to go through each level using the trademark weapons of Simon Belmont, uh, namely the whip. The whip. And whip. Does it have chains on it? Actually, one of the upgrades for the whip is called Morning whip. Star. It was a chain whip with a spiked ball on the end of it. Right? Nice. 
That sounds like <laughs> something that somebody wearing a leather suit with no eyes would want. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. That's true. That's called a gimp. By the way, Slash 913, we're talking about Castlevania 4 for Super Nintendo, my friend. All right, so um, where was I? Oh, yeah. the uh, You use the whip oh. to you know get rid of the zombies and the bats and the spiders and all these other assorted monsters and junk. Uh, there's secondary weapons you can use that you can pick up. Uh, you get a you get a throwing knife. You get a, a throwing axe. You get a jar of holy water and a watch. The unique thing about the watch is it stops time for just a little while, or as long as you have the hearts to fuel the weapon. See, I'd like to take that watch back to a jewelry store. This watch just keeps pausing things. I don't know what. <laughs> what's the what deal? The, like, dude, every time I look at the time. The water faucet freezes. Why is that? This watch is junk, man. And then I'm brushing my teeth and the water stops running. I don't get it. So, yeah, um, the whip can be upgraded at least twice. The first time you upgrade it, it gives you the chain whip, and that's when you pick up the Morning Star, right? That's the power up. You pick up the Morning Star, and it gives you the chain whip. Well, if you pick up Morning Star again, it actually extends the length of the whip so you can have a longer reach. Yes. Longer reach. And the whip is also used as a, uh, sort of like Indiana Jones did. You know, he wraps it around something and swings across a hole in the ground or, or you know, it's like across to the other side. It's like the Viagra of whips. Oh, yeah. That's so right. It's like the chicken, right? <laughs> the, the chicken. To the other side. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. Your tooth is ready to come out. hope you got a tooth. Yeah, slash. Uh, <laughs> put a little string on it. And to go, bink! Some wire pliers. Right. Or you could tie it to a doorknob, or uh, some people actually use Nerf guns for that. The Morning Star is definitely not satanic stuff, even though you've probably watched the show Lucifer, and his last name is Morning Star. No, Morning Star is the it's name a of an actual medieval weapon. Yes. It was, it was the name of mace. the... Right. It was, it was the... They named it Morning Star because of the spiked ball on the end. Yes. Because it looked like a star, and it was shiny. So uh, anyway, the secondary weapons I was talking about, you have to you you break the little candelabras on the walls and you kill the enemies and they give you they give you hearts, sort of like um, you get hearts from you know in Zelda. But these hearts actually don't give you health. To get your health replenished, you have to actually find Eat. pieces of meat laying Eat around, and it actually replenishes your health. I mean, sometimes you get a chicken leg or a turkey leg, turkey and it leg. gives you a little bit of health. And then mm, turkey. You, you could go to Disney World. Oh yeah, you find an actual whole turkey, and it completely fills your health bar. Yeah, good luck finding one of those. Yeah, those are few <laughs> and far between. That's for sure. How fast does this man eat these turkeys? By the way, I don't know, man. Actually, you pretty fast. Zombies right. you change, so. uh, whole turkey. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, the secondary weapons, when you use them, it actually it uses up the hearts that you pick up. So it's like picking up uh, mana or something for a magic user or something like that. Yeah. So uh, the whip, like I said before, it also you can use it to attach to uh, rings above above uh, chasms or whatever to swing across from one platform to the next if the gap's too wide to jump. Are those or chasms? Nope. Just or chasms. <laughs> or chasms. Yeah, what? that's an orchasm. <laughs> how do you how do you jump over? Oh! 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's <laughs> when you I'm... fall in and you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Sprunk. So the. Uh... <laughs> Wow. Yeah, Scott was in a stream earlier uh, slash number no, 13. He played, I was. I was. Which I was stream there. was this? He, uh, it's been a couple months ago. He uh, played. Uh, oh, he was at I played bingo Jack. with you guys, did I? I played Minecraft bingo. Yeah, you did that. What you did that duck game. What was it called? Oh, right. Duck yes, season. The, uh, duck season. Yeah, I liked that game. That was fun. I'm not oh. a potato, brother. What the hell's wrong with you, Jesse? Uh, slash, thank you for stopping by. We appreciate you coming and, and making some comments, bro. Hope I'll see you again on another stream very soon. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so where was I? Oh, yeah. The uh, the player, you start out with five lives, and you get mul there are multiple hits. You can take multiple hits. you got several hit points. Uh, and, you know, when your health bar is depleted, of course, you die, and it uses up one of your lives. Well, once all the lives are gone, it's game over, right? So you get the option yes. to continue, or you can choose to have it give you a password so that you can come back later. But when you continue, you start at the beginning of the level that you died on. You don't get to actually start back where you were. Because this is back in the day, right? They didn't have they didn't have batteries but, in all the cartridges, right? Right. This was, yeah, and it was Castlevania 4 as well. So it was a little bit more advanced. So they had more of an idea of what people wanted from their games too. So mm -hmm, right. at least they had a password system. There's a lot of games that didn't have shit. So, yep. you know, bravo. Um, where was that? Oh, yeah. All right. So, Castlevania 4. This game was well received by critics, gamers. Uh, it was given a rating of 4.24 and a quarter out of five stars by something called All Game. I don't know what that is. I'm assuming that's a website or a magazine yeah, was, or something. It's probably some kind of magazine or something. Uh, it's called what? All Game. game. All uh, Game. Mm hmm. Okay. I have nothing funny to say about that. Okay, just wondered. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, GamePro Magazine gave it a 5 out of 5 stars. Nintendo Game Power Pro. rated the game a 4.375 out of 5. Now, they got really specific for some reason on that. I don't know what that's about. but well, They didn't want to give it too, too high of a rating because right, you know, right. they're like, in the future, Al Gore is going to invent the internet and people <laughs> are going to fucking flip out. Right. Right, since you know, you know, he never said that by the way, but I'm just saying, yeah, who didn't say Even what? No, he's an idiot, Al Gore. Oh, never but he, he invented, invented the internet. internet, nah, he did not, it but that's okay. That, so. It's funny, yeah, though. It, was, it was most likely a misconstrued comment, it was uh, 100% uh, misconstrued, <laughs> misconstrued <laughs> comment from one of his little things he was doing. It was definitely a right. misconstrued if you talk about that, misconstrued. Go eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mick and True, y'all. Now you Mick and True me now. Wow, Mick and Whatever True. you're saying right now. Mick and True me now. My guy, guy, guy. That's some Cajun talk. You cut it out. It's <laughs> like a water boy. How that by that though? Goddamn boy, everybody know that. Homo, why you make it? How about why you make it? My hound, come on. That's weird. I'm gonna put my pack in my party. I'm going to put my beer all up in that booty. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what? I, you don't know what I said. Oh, I said. This game has been called by several publications <laughs> to be one of the greatest games of all time. Castlevania 4 has been re-released several times over the years. 
It has actually included on the Super Nintendo Classic that came out here a while back. You remember the little mini console? Yes. It was actually included on the Classic, and it has been re-released as recently as May of this this year with a collect. It was a Castlevania's anniversary collection. Oh, cool! That so that came out on like PS4 and um, Xbox One. Mm-hmm, I think Nintendo so. Switch. Yeah. We needed. Uh, is it on the Switch? I would imagine it, it is. I think it, it is. Was, yeah, it was released, like I said, with that anniversary collection in May of this year. So it's bound to be on that console. Now, I recently played this game. I mean, and I will say it was a lot of fun. It was easy to pick back up. The controls aren't complicated at all. I mean, it's you got two buttons. You got to jump and you got to hit. And then you move with the, you know, the D-pad or the joystick, whichever kind of controller you're using. <clears throat> um, did Konami mess up the releases somehow? No, Shook, I don't know, man. I know they released it. it, it initially, there were three different release dates. Uh, for Japan, Europe, and then North America. There were three different. They weren't released all on the same day. Well, the launch trailer hit, what, May? In May. Uh, when was it released for the Switch? And, and how did I not know about that? Uh, the launch for the anniversary collection, I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't. I, I know it was just, it was re- that was released in May of this year. I don't know exactly where, you know, what, system that was for but i'm pretty sure it was north america that the release happened <laughs> well, we're gonna find out i'm gonna look this shit up oh nice <clears throat> dollar store snake god welcome to the stream bro thanks for being here what it is one of the gamers we're gamers you're gamer mm-hmm. oh that's loud that's, so I- yeah the uh it, it's it, it being a platformer of course there's a lot of room for you know error and missing a jump or what do you mean missing a jump? The motherfucking game makes you miss a jump. What are you talking? <laughs> it does sometimes. I agree. Yes. You can't even get up on the stairs. And in some spots, the actual game was so lagged out, uh, the stairs and shit wouldn't even uh, mm-hmm. show yep. up on the screen. So you just had to guess where stuff was. Yep. But now the the version of it I played actually the stairs. Where they worked pretty well. I didn't ever have any issues getting up and down the stairs or with uh, a whole lot of lag or anything like that. Must be nice. Yeah. yeah. Super nice. Cool. Um, it, it's not an overly hard game, like I said, to play, but it is challenging in places. Some of the boss fights, you know, so they're pretty much straightforward. They come at you, you go at them, you smack them with a whip, you throw whatever at them and knock you know. rock them, sock them robots, boys. Right. Um, as far as graphically, the game is, is, is really pretty. I mean, it's really nice to look at being a 16 bit game when it was initially released dollar store. We're talking about Castlevania four on super Nintendo right now. Yep. Super Castlevania four on the super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry. I didn't say super. <laughs> it's a super <laughs> Castlevania four. God, it eats mushrooms before you play it. Eats mushrooms. <laughs> super right. mushrooms like on Mario, bro. Eat the mushroom. Eat the mushroom. Yeah, this is a retro topic right now, Dark Souls. This yeah. game came out in 1991, bro. Right? Yes. Back in the day. Yeah, you Jesse tell him. After me, called Reaper. Jesse says, Super mm-hmm. Zach, get it right, bro. Hey, Jesse, <clears throat> zip it. Yeah, so, I mean, if, uh, like I said before, it was released on the, uh, the SNES Classic, the little console that you could get for, what, was it 60 bucks, I think? 
60 or 70, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I've got one. Mm-hmm. What's up, it Sage? Welcome with, to the stream, bro. Thanks for being here tonight. There was like 14. What did it have? 14 releases, 14 or 15 games on it? Yeah, zip it then. If you got the zipper, zip it. <laughs> anyway, if you've got one of these consoles or you can get access to one of these consoles, I recommend playing this game because, like I said, it is on that console release so i mean it's it's got a pretty good nostalgia factor i mean if you ever played any of the castlevania games at all i mean this game along with metroid the series castlevania along with the metroid series had a uh, major influence <laughs> on a lot of gaming topics sage you gotta get better at sonic dude yes yeah, sage get your sonic game up bro scott tell sage get sonic game up get your sonic game up bro <laughs> oh, I will be playing Hollow Knight soon, Dollar Store. Don't you worry, bro. Hollow Knight is coming. I actually, I, I own the game. I got it through Humble Bundle one time. So I installed it. I plan on playing it this month as part of Tonics Horror Fest 2019. <laughs> Isn't there another one coming out? No, no, no. That's the Little Nightmares or something that's coming out. Yeah, Little Nightmares 2 is coming out. Yes. But we're not talking about that today. Not today. <laughs> not today. So, Scott, what. Where, where are you at on the Castlevania? What's your, what's your, what, else, what else do you have to talk about? Uh, that's uh, about all the information I've got. Like I was saying, though, this game is... is This one and Metroid, Metroid have been really influential as far as the platformers have been, you know, that have come out in the last, say, 20 years. Because, like, 1991 and then Metroid had that's been out before year. that. I mean, these, these games were, you know, they were really popular when they were on the... initially released and... They've really, I mean, if you, you see anything online, if you're looking at games, if somebody describes something, they say, all right, it being a platformer, this is a Metroidvania-style game. I mean, you see that on yeah. Steam all the time. So, I mean, it. they were very influential as far as game design. But Oh, still, they're still influential right. in game design. Yeah. What was that game I played um, that was Metroidvania that was um, pretty fun? Yeah, Dead yep. Sales. Dead Cells was Metroidvania, Cells and then the, that most recent one you played, what was it called? Shit. About yeah. the girl with the demon and the crystals? The, the one that's actually made by the guy Rich. who created Castlevania or whatever? Yeah, Ritual of the Night was the uh, yeah, Ritual of the Night. subtitle. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, see, those games were, were Metroidvania. I mean, they were heavily influenced. And like Chris said, the, uh, the creator of Castlevania was actually heavily involved in the development of that game. Bloodstained. That's that's it. Bloodstained. There that's you go. It. Bloodstained. Yeah. Shoot fifty with the save. Thanks. Yeah. I, I do so much shit every day, and I go to sleep. So. <laughs> well, like I said, as far as as far as the the information I have, that's all I've got for you. So, cool. If you guys got anything to add, then you know. I was trying to find the cost of the Metroid thing, or not Metroid, but Castlevania. Oh, the uh, anniversary collection. Yeah. Um. That's why I'm looking down a lot, so I apologize there. That's okay. Um, I'll say this about any Castlevania. It's 20 bucks on Switch as well. Nice. 20 bucks? That's not bad. Yeah. Um, so super for Super. On Super Castlevania, I don't think I played Super Castlevania 4 when I was younger. I don't remember playing it. Um, yeah. But I know I love Castlevania games. I think they're awesome. But Castlevania 2 is really ridiculous. Um, I don't know if you guys have played that one, but Castlevania 2 has like, got you going all over the place. and It's hard to figure it out. What does my shirt right. say? Uh, it says, I'm sorry. Did I offend you? 
I'm sorry if oh, I offend you. That's the dead But uh, Castlevania yeah. games are, you know, very influential in the games of today. So, you guys that have are watching the the stream right now, if you haven't played Super <sighs> Castlevania Four or even the original Castlevania, which you can play on your Nintendo Switch right now on the NES online, <clears throat> go play it. It's really a great game. It's it's a challenging game. It's a game that's not going to show you any mercy. It's you are correct. That is appropriate, Jesse. So go play these games. They're very cool. Go check out retro games. Retro definitely games. yes. The Castlevania series, especially because I mean, it was like I said, it was popular. It was very influential. The gameplay was was just it was phenomenal for the the you know for the day and time. Uh, you know the graphics Ooh, of that's some nice, of these, Sage. the graphics of some of these games actually. I mean, we'll take Ninja Ninja Gaiden for instance. Ninja Gaiden was, I think, heavily influenced by the Castlevania series and ninjas. Well, and ninjas, yeah, and ninjas, yes. I think ninjas were probably a little bit of an inspiration for Ninja Gaiden, <laughs> just a little smidgen. I'm just saying, ninjas. <laughs> but yeah, the Castlevania. Oh, definitely. The music was fantastic on those games. I always enjoyed it. Well, I already know what the soundtrack spotlight's going to be for this episode. Scott's going to do... The dark, gothic, <laughs> medieval-type music. It was just that. It was really great. Fantastic. All right, well, sounds like we've wrapped up Super Castlevania Four. Um, what we'll do now, uh, audience who are listening on podcast, we're about to go to a break. And this will probably be the soundtrack spotlight from Scott's. I'm sure it's going to be on Castlevania. I don't know. I don't want to speak for him, but sounds like it should be that. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, this will be a break for you guys on going to the soundtrack spotlight. If you're watching on live stream, we're going to talk to you for a second or two here and catch up and then we'll get started on the next segment. So guys, we'll see you after this soundtrack spotlight on the recording on the yes. podcast and we're going to talk to you streamers. Here we go. Hello listeners. Scott here with Horton Brothers Grimm. Welcome to another edition of soundtrack spotlight. This episode's Spotlight is brought to you by our website, HortonBrothersGrimm.com. You can find almost anything you want from us online at HortonBrothersGrimm.com. Now, let's get on with the Spotlight. Super Castlevania IV on the Super Nintendo was released in North America on December the 4th, 1991. The soundtrack for this game was released on the very next day in Japan. Go figure. The composers were Masanori Adachi and Taro Kudo. They composed 35 tracks, and each one of them has a dark, kind of a gothic feel to it. I have selected a few of the tracks for you guys out there to listen to. Just, you know, some of the ones that I thought were the most impressive. Up first, we have Dracula's Theme. It starts out with an ominous intro and then transitions into some late 80s keyboard synthesizer type music. Here, give it a listen and uh, see what you think.
Up next, we have a track titled Bloody Tears. This track goes immediately for the 16-bit action game feel with a little bit of fugue thrown in for good measure. Here, check it out. the last track I have for this episode is called Vampire Killer. It sort of reminds me of some of the music from, you know, the Street Fighter games. It's, it's got a very fighting game style feel to it. Uh, it's kind of weird. Anyway, have a listen and make up your own mind. Okay, listeners, thanks for listening to this Soundtrack Spotlight. I hope you've enjoyed your time with the music from this classic game from the Super Nintendo. If you have access to an SNES classic retro console, give the game a shot. This edition of the Soundtrack Spotlight has been brought to you by our website, HortonBrothersGrimm.com. Like I said before, you can find almost anything you want from us online at HortonBrothersGrimm.com. Now, let's head back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed that <laughs> lovely soundtrack spotlight from Scott there on, I'm sure, Castlevania. Um, we are back. We've been chatting real good with everybody in the live stream, and we're, we kind of got carried away, but we're having fun, and it's awesome. But the next section that we're talking about here, or the next game we're talking about, is Bending the Ink Machine. It's our current day game. This game came out in 2017, February 10th, 2017 to be exact. It was released on Game Jolt. If you're not aware of what Game Jolt is, it's like a place where indie developers can post their games before they become like big time game Did makers, you have right? To pay for the original Sorry. when you got it, or I uh, think so. I think they probably charge something for it, a couple bucks, yeah. probably. Um, didn't really say, but it was well received. Being an ink machine took off on Game Jolt, and they entered it into Stream Greenlight. I don't know if you were familiar with Stream Greenlight. What's Stream Greenlight? What is that? All right, so Stream Steam. I'm sorry, Steam. Steam. I didn't mean to say Stream. Well, they don't do Greenlight anymore. They don't do it anymore, no. What it was, the Steam Greenlight was a a thing where an indie developer could put their game up and then people could vote on it. Yes. And if it got enough votes, it got put onto Steam. Okay. But now they don't do that. Now you just say, hey, pay us $400 and we'll put your crappy game on here. It don't matter. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, and there must be a lot of people paying 400 bucks to put their game on there, dude. Shook, I did not say 2010. I said 2017. Um, 2017 is when it came out. February 10th, 2017. 
And it got on Steam in the middle of 2017. It was about June or July. Then by the time they fully released it, they had five chapters. So the first time they released it, it only had one chapter. And they sold mm-hmm. it for like four or five bucks. Just and, to see if anybody would be interested, or were they developing the other chapters? Does it sound- Yeah, I mean, the first chapter, I'm sure, was a test type of thing. Because they went back and actually redrew the characters and enhanced a lot of stuff after they released it on Game Jolt. Right, cool. Mm. They went back next, so they were improving the game as they went along, seeing what people were liking about it. So by October 27th, 2018, they have five chapters and it was a fully released game. It was on consoles, it's on PC, and it's now on mobile as well, as uh, was mentioned in our live chat earlier. Dang. So, Bending Ink Machine is a survival horror game, if you've never seen it. Survival horror. Hey, um, sort of like some of the other games we're talking about today. Yeah, just like the other games. And it uh, features uh, mixtures, got puzzle solving, environmental exploration, and some combat. I will say the combat in this game is not really that elaborate. It's just got a little yeah. bit. you got a couple of sections where you're fighting off a bunch of enemies for a minute or two. Or you have like a, a, a seeker that'll come around. Or searcher, not seeker. I'm not Harry Potter. A searcher that comes <laughs> around. Harry Potter. Oh yeah, the being an ink machine. Did Jesse mentioned in? He Jackson. hasn't played this around you yet. It's like one of his favorite games. It's a really good game. It's really good. That's where the bacon soup come from. Yeah, that's where bacon soup came from. This game. I, I was fixing to mention that. Um, so it's a first person game. Uh. There's not a lot of physical actions. You got a little bit of a, oh, you know, right-click this or find this, put this gear on this or find this machine to make a gear to make this machine work so you can ride this boat over to the other side, you know, things like that. Just a little limited puzzle solving. There's bacon soup in the chat. I love that. Nice. Bacon soup. Bacon soup. Oh, wait. Let's see. Let's see something here. Can we dice? Yeah chat bot is up um so you can collect different items to help you perform boat wide. Boat wide. you don't see a dumb motherfucker out there is drowning <laughs> a boat wide yeah you you stand over there and don't get none of that shit on my clothes <laughs> good god that joke man that's an old joke old joke so like i was saying different items can be collected to help you get through the levels uh cans of bacon soup uh, which is a reference to the game's creator, the Meatly, and his partner Mike Mood. They created bacon soup together. If you put them together, um, and it all you can collect those for achievements. And apparently, I didn't know this. It actually heals him, heals Henry, the oh, main character. Nice. I did not know that. I never really. I had, but I also never really got hurt or anything too much. Yeah, you died a lot. I saw you. I didn't die mm-hmm. a lot. I died a few times. Yeah, you died a lot. I died some. He died. Not that much. Not that Occasionally. much. Died. So the Meatly, this, this is apparently this guy's name is the Meatly. That's an interesting Meatly. name. That's the only name I got for him. And I'll type it in for you guys who's listening right now. Meat, the the Meatly. Meatly. It's all one word. The Meatly. T-H-E-M-E-A-T-L-Y. Wow. The Meatly. Wow. That's his name. It's Kingpin. He came up with this idea. Um, 
He was pondering an idea of a world that looked like a cartoon sketch. Nice. Um, once he started developing the idea, he realized that it felt creepy. He actually didn't know what it was going to be. And then all of a sudden, he's like, hey, this is creepy. It's kind of mm. scary. So he created Bendy to be the monster. Nice. Um, and the mo- Bendy's name came about because they had a glitch in the software that they were using to animate and everything. It was called Blender. It's free. Everybody can get oh, it. Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, there was a glitch that made it say Bendy or something somehow. So, mm. wow. Boom, his name is Bendy. Uh, so, Meatly wasn't a programmer, so he hired his friend, Mike Mood. He joined the team, and he saw potential in the game, and they started running with it. So, it's pretty cool. That's cool. Now, if you want to know here what the game is about, here's what it's about. This game follows a character named Henry Stein. He is a retired animator. And he returns to the studio after 30 years. He's been gone for 30 years from the studio. He got an invite from Joey Drew, who is the CEO and founder of Joey Drew Studios. And it's a mysterious letter saying, hey, basically like, hey, I'm leaving you this from my will. Come back and check it out and see what's going on. Um. But then when he gets in there, obviously, he discovers there's a nightmare of cartoon characters and evil Bendy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty neat because it's got a lot of occult stuff in it. And a lot that the machine is evil. That the ink machine, machine is, is evil. Yeah, the ink machine is evil. And Joey Drew actually invited Henry back to get revenge on him because Henry had quit working for him and abandoned him. 30 years ago. Wow. So Joey Drew is actually getting revenge on him. There's also some other characters in this. Uh, you got Wally, uh, Joey, Henry Stein, Wall, Joey Drew, Wally Franks, Sammy Lawrence, Susie Campbell. Those are your That's main correct. characters. Those you characters all used to work for Joey Drew. There's a few more characters, but these are your main guys. And they all got the similar invites to come back. Hmm. And they end up getting turned into cartoon characters like Alice Angel or Boris the Wolf. People like that. Wicked. And some of the time, they got turned evil at some points of the game. At some points of the game, they were helpful. Just depends on what uh, area you was in. Hmm. So, you know, the plot, you got different chapters, right? Chapter five chapters. The first chapter is called Moving Pictures. And this is the very beginning of the game. This is where you come into the studio. If you haven't worked there in 30 years, you find the place abandoned and he discovers the ink machine and he fixes it. But he also discovers that Joey has been engaging in bizarre occult practices <laughs> uh, while making the machine. The night time is the right time. And he finds a yeah, mutilated he finds a mutilated real-life analog of Boris the Wolf. And I remember that part. Boris... Boris is not in good shape here, but he's hiding out. And he fixes a machine, a bendy pops up after he fixes the machine. Bad mistake. Mm. Right? Terrible mistake. Yep. So Henry tries to get away, falls through the floor, and then boom, into chapter one. <laughs> That's basically chapter one. So chapter two is the old song. This is where Henry wakes up. 
uh, and he goes down a stairwell. It's overflowing with ink, so he drains it by flipping a switch in the office of Sammy Lawrence, who's the director, musical director. He's like a Mickey cat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he wanted to be Mickey, but he's a cat. Correct. Right. So Henry tries to escape, but Sammy's there trying to help him out. Sammy gets killed, chapter two. So, seemingly. Chapter three is called Rise and Fall. Yeah, it sucks to be mutilated by Boris' daughter, daughter story. <laughs> Definitely does. So chapter three is the what I remember is it's all about Alice Angel. She's uh this is a distorted version of Alice Angel. She's very evil. And she gives you several tasks to do before you can uh before you can leave. She won't let you go free until you do all these tasks. So that's chapter three. I ain't gonna tell you much more, especially if people haven't played the game. Chapter four, yeah, Colossal Wonders. Yeah, chapter four is Colossal Wonders. And then chapter five is called The Last Reel, which is the end of the game. I'm not going to tell you too much more about those chapters because those chapters are short and sweet, but they have a lot of spoilers. Spoiler alert. Mm. Spoiler alert. Um, and some of the enemies in this game are the searchers and the lost ones. These, these, the searchers are creepy, man. They just walk around. They look like they're melting. It's ink just melting down, and they're just stumbling around. But they see you. They are, it's all, they're on you. Uh, the Butcher Gang, they're pretty tough. Charlie, Barley, and Edgar. Barley. <laughs> they got some pretty cool costumes, and they're, they're just, you have to throw a can of soup to distract them and then go to get around them. You have to just keep distracting them with noises and stuff because they're all about, you know, they're very reactionary. So mm. it's kind of, those parts of the games are stealthy. You don't fight. You just you try to be stealthy and get away from them because Henry's not really a fighter, guys. He's not really a fighter. And then you got the, uh, the characters, the cartoon characters, Bendy, Boris Wolf, and Alice Angel. That's your three main cartoon characters that turn evil and try to kill you and all that. So it's pretty crazy. It's a crazy game. This game is super fun. It's scary. It's got good jump scares. It's got some cool monsters. One of them, I don't know, it's, I think it's called the Projectionist. It's his body, but it's got a projection camera up on it. Head. It's just, its head is a projector. Mm-hmm. No, I think you play as a guy named uh, Henry. Yeah, our main character's name is Henry Stein. You do not play as Bendy. Bendy is the evil monster that you're trying to get away Cartoon. from. Yeah. Cartoon monster. He's made out of ink. And the ink machine is from the devil, apparently. And it will create cartoon demons. Joey Wicked. Drew. Joey Drew got all his former people coming back and he got revenge on them and they were trapped inside of the studio. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, Shook, he would definitely have trouble getting to a theater. <laughs> Especially if he wanted to go see Joker. Right. So there's been some... There has been some animated shorts been released out there on the YouTube channel, on the Meatly's YouTube channel. Uh, the animator T- Time the Hobo put it out, uh, did some animation for him. There's one called Tombstone Hobo. Picnic. <laughs> Which I've never I'm watched any of these. I will be watching them soon. Haunted Hijinks was one. Most of these got released around the time that they're going to release a new chapter. They have a Christmas short. Cookie cooking. So there's... Okay. Uh, go ahead. 
I was just, Dollar Store said, uh, well, if they got all turned into cartoon characters, why are they attacking you? Aren't they still your coworkers? Well, no, actually, they would be uh, twisted cartoon character versions of themselves, and that would make them evil. So you're the only good guy. Henry's the good guy, and he's trying to get out alive. So That's, That is exactly right. What's happened is they, they don't know who they are in some parts of the game. Like, those people are just evil. They've just been taken over by the... Uh, evil ink from the ink machine so they don't, don't know what they're doing if you see the end of the game like the last chapter you'll see uh, there's definitely some clarification on a lot of that so there is there is answers I just don't want to tell you the answers because I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil it for you but they are still your co-workers but you haven't seen them in 30 years as well that's the other the other kicker so they might not even recognize who you are you're like an old man playing this game what the hell yeah Oh, yeah. The ending of this game is so cool, man. Loved it. I cannot tell you what it is, but it's so amazing. It's worth playing through to get to the ending. Yeah, if you ask logical questions, the game would be over and they make less money. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of an explanation, though. That, yeah, game logic makes no sense. It's kind of like if your best oh, friend be. gets bit no. by a zombie and turns into a zombie, and they're going to try to eat your brains regardless. Because now they're a zombie. They don't have any feelings towards you they just want to eat your brains mm-hmm. same thing here think about it. they're just ink zombies and then this game has an awesome soundtrack go check out the soundtrack on the internet there it's wonderful and they've got other things coming out um the mobile game is called bendy in nightmare run nightmare run yeah what do you? Is it like one of those auto scroll games? It's one of those endless running games. Oh no! You know. Oh, uh, so like, was it Temple Run, Temple Mario Run, run yes. or whatever it's called? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not a big fan of the run stuff, but it's okay. Like it. They're okay sometimes. It um, entertains the children. So now they have a follow-up game coming out sometime this year, supposedly in the fourth quarter of the year, which we are in now. They have not been putting out any teasers or anything else since June. They put out a little trailer for it. It's called Bendy and the Dark Revival. Okay. Wicked. Now, I'm going to give you guys more information on this in the segment subplot. So stay tuned for that in our little commercial break here. Our segment subplot. I'll be talking about Bendy and the Dark Revival. (laughs) So you'll get more information on that. Very soon. So, guys, that's all I have on Bendy and the Ink Machine. Well, we'll say goodbye to Bendy. Do y'all have any questions or concerns or any comments you'd like to make? I got some concerns. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an awesome game overall. Seriously, it's just a great game. I streamed it. I streamed every chapter, and every time I had a wonderful time, people watching the stream had a wonderful time. It's just a fantastic game. Dollar Store's got some crack. What, what? <laughs> all right well that's going to end this segment guys um if you're listening to this on our regular recorded podcast thank you for being here enjoy this segment subplot and we will see you for our last segment the future game we're going to be talking about what game was it called again remothered, remothered. Porcelain, porcelain toilet broken porcelain no fragile <laughs> porcelain toilet Damn. Fragile, gonna knock the shit out of bang bang potato. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, brew mothered 
broken porcelain. We'll see you guys for that segment. Not a lot after. of inter- information, so it's not going to last very much longer after this. this it's going to be short, <laughs> short and sweet. So enjoy the segment subplot of Bendy and the Dark Revival. Toilet. Oh my God, Scott knows. All right, gamers. I am Chris, and welcome to this episode's edition of Segment Subplot. Now, you just heard me talk about Bendy and the Ink Machine, one of my favorite horror games. And it's really just a unique and beautiful game. And they have a sequel in the works that was announced back in February of 2019. And it is titled Bendy and the Dark Revival. Now, they're saying this is not a sequel. They're also saying this is not a prequel. This is just another game in the universe of Bendy. So, Bendy will be in this game. Which is about all we know. It's pretty cool because they've really been tight-lipped about this. And they said it was going to release in fall of 2019. And it is fall 2019. And it is October. It is Halloween month. And you would think they would have released the game by now. But yet, they have not mentioned it. There's not even a peep about anything lately. So, I just wanted to read a few things off of the wiki. Which I will link for you guys down in the description of this episode. Um, so I'm just going to read a few things verbatim right here. Bendy in the Dark Revival is an upcoming second episodic installment of the main core series from the Bendy franchise. Currently under development by Joey Drew Studios. So that's the company that made it before, Joey Drew Studios. Named after the mm, titular, I'm not sure what the word would be. The character in the uh, game, his name is Joey Drew. He's the one who owns the, the studio that Bendy is part of. Some reveal details that the game will take place in a same universe as the first game, as we just discussed. But it's going to have an entirely different setting, not considered a prequel or a sequel to Bendy and Ink Machine. And the player will take an unknown female protagonist. So that's an interesting thing to me, the female protagonist in this, in this game. So I'm very interested to see how this plays out. Uh, and it will be on all the consoles, uh, PC and mobile as well. So I, very interesting chapter one of this game will be out fall 2019 it will be releasing in episodic segments so it'll be chapter one chapter two etc etc till they release the whole game just like they did bending the ink machine i just want to read you a couple little quotes here Um, this was from mike mood who is one of the developers of the game he says we're not making a sequel we're not making a prequel we're not making bendy and the ink machine 2 but Bendy will return. A new Bendy game is in the works. And then he also says the goal is to release on all platforms. So originally when Bendy came out, it was only on the PC. It was kind of an indie type game. So this time, there's going to be a whole different situation for this game because it is a success smash hit. So looking forward to Bendy and the Dark Revival. And guys, that's all the information I got for you on this segment. So I hope you enjoyed it. And I'm fixing to hit up go back to the episode listen to zach talk about a game in the future it's called remothered porcelain something i forgot already again porcelain toilet why not (laughs) he'll hate that i said that all right guys thank you so much for listening and i will see you guys in the final segment of the show Oh Welcome God. back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. We Be have... glad you weren't here during the break. <laughs> I 
I'm just saying. The break was fine. We had a good time. <laughs> I try to get. I try to offer Jesse Jesse breakfast in bed every morning. Just Do you nice have guy. the mouse over my camera right now? Yeah. Move it. I did. I moved it. So. We are on the final segment of today's episode. We're going to talk about a future game. That game is called Remothered Broken Porcelain. And Zach, this is all you, baby. Tell us all about it. Okay, so listen up. I'm just kidding. Um, so this is the second chapter of a trilogy that's happening with <laughs> this uh, these games. Every morning, what? Oh, yeah, you're getting breakfast in bed. All right, that's a lot of protein. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Protein is good for you. Yes. Mm. Frankfurters. Anyways, <laughs> so this game is, like I said, the second game of a trilogy uh, <laughs> called Remothered. Now, this one's called Broken Porcelain. Now, the first one was uh, something about fathers. I don't. Know. Was it called Remothered before? Yeah, it's Remothered Tormented Fathers. Oh, I thought it'd be like Mothered, the sequel, <laughs> Remothered. <laughs> no. It's re, remothered, <laughs> tormented fathers, and remothered broken porcelain. And, and like part said, three of this series is re-remothered. Damn. It was announced this year, uh, April 2019, at the Italian Video Game Awards. Um, the developer is Daryl Arts and Storm Mind Games, or Storm Mind Games. I, I don't know. I guess they were trying to do both at the same time. And basically, it just gives you a new story, uh, but it kind of links into Tormented Fathers. From the information I've read, it's basically just talking about, uh, you know, it's, there, it's the Ashman Inn or something like that. But it is a realistic survival horror uh, game. And basically, there's like um, these hunters or stalkers that's like inside basically they're probably ghosts that are hunting you down and stuff like that so you got puzzles that you got to go through uh it says something about a, a good soundtrack so maybe chris can gather this later on probably yeah, that's what i would think too and uh so they're the characters like six or seven characters um it's hard to tell you anything about the game because the video is just like just weird as hell and I didn't really understand it much except for it's going to be pretty much like a psychological uh, type of game. So in certain places you're going to have to make sure you're sneaking or you hide or you fight. You know, you, you have to think about it and you have to react uh, really quickly but you also have to be strategic as you're going through the game or you know you could end up not winning or I guess getting away because it's, it's telling you uh, and like the information I have is you're trying to escape this place. And, you know, that's usually what a, a survival horror is. You're trying to get the fuck out. Right. Right. So, Unlike a survival horror, you're trying to get the fuck in. I guess <laughs> if, if she's a horror, then yes. <laughs> I don't know. So if it's game, one of those that you have to survive, I think oh, I'd be frightened. Man. Well, this is you just tie the board to your ass, jump in, man. Uh, you know, hopefully survive the splinters. Got to have some good upper body strength to get the fuck back out. But damn uh, the flashlight, help me find my keys. We'll drive out of here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Okay, yes. Uh, that's a good <laughs> joke, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so it, it goes on to tell you that Broken Porcelain is going to bring um, several welcome changes to the series. Um, sort of like it's going to have some new gameplay, uh, some new storytelling elements uh, that will help, you know, bring more of the characters out uh, as far as immersion into the actual game itself. Sweet. And uh, they're going to be real-time cinematics. So I don't know if you've played uh, God of War, shit like that, you know, where you have to just make a decision to do certain mm. things in some places. Um, but this is going to be like, ah, oh, shit's happening. I got to hit a button. And Sweet. so it's going to actually be a little bit better than... Uh, the remothered uh, Tormented Fathers. Now, I will say this. I haven't played Tormented Fathers. I didn't research Tormented Fathers because I didn't really have a lot of time. Um, because the game I was going to talk about is uh, fucking already out. And uh, <laughs> we'll go from there. So, like I was telling you, uh, you need to take a strategic and resourceful approach to this game. Because um, you got to know when to... You know, <laughs> Jesse's making her first appearance on the uh, stream. Oh, come back. <laughs> I see you on the couch. <laughs> Why are you running away for, man? Come on back. <laughs> She's just like, hello, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to where the camera is. I mean, shit. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> she said, damn it. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you could have said it out loud. You're right by the microphone. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> So if you if you want to see basically <laughs> sort of what the oh are we here yeah if you want to see what this game is basically about there is a trailer that you can watch it's not the best game but you know it's what ifs I don't know if it's going to be a good game or not I'm surprised that uh, I haven't heard more about this game this year uh, because I usually try to play you know horror games uh, what was that one I played. Uh, that you played too. You played the pig machine or something. Yeah. Machine for pig. Machine for pig. Machine for pig. I played, I played the original one a long time ago. What was the, the name of that? Something amnesia. about memories or amnesia. Amnesia. That's amnesia. Yeah. So amnesia was, I don't know, just probably the, the best horror game I've ever kind of played personally. Um, but I didn't get to finish a lot of other horror games that I got. I just buy shit and it just sits there. So, Steam, thanks for that. Mm -hmm. um, so I got games that I can't play because I don't have time. I maybe should just uh, take off work and play all these games. Oh man, I think about that all the time. <laughs> like I just want to quit my job and play video games. <laughs> no doubt. Nice. Got so um, many. They haven't announced the third game yet, as far as um, you know what the name's going to be. Um, now. The guy that actually is developing this game, Chris Daryl, I hope I'm saying his name right, um, but that's the way it's spelled. Uh, he he talked about, he said that uh, inspiration for the actual game, um, I'm not sure who Polanski is, but it was his cinematography that kind of um, was the inspiration for Remothered. And, Roman Polanski? Yeah, yeah Roman Polanski is a famous guy. director. Yeah. yeah. So, and also, he took some uh, inspiration from Stephen King uh, from The Shining. 
Oh, nice, nice, so, nice very nice. So that's why I picked this game because, well, aside from the other game I picked, uh, because you know, just if somebody took some anything from The Shining, I'm willing to play the hell out of it. Right. I'll use the axe myself and bust in and say, "Here's Johnny." I'm just kidding. He don't think he said that. In the, no, he did say that in the book too. It's yep. just that uh, who was it? Neil Gaiman or somebody fucked it up. Jack Nicholson's the one that delivered yeah, the line. That was uh, Kubrick. Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Yeah. That. yeah. So that's why Stephen King did his own version. Um, I'm not sure who the guy was uh, from Wings, but uh, he was. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Brian something. Yeah. So he was yeah. in that version. It's really long, and I think they're doing another version of it, but I'm not sure. There's actually, you know, that uh, the movie that came out is called Doctor Sleep. Yes, that's it. That's it. Bingo. That is the sequel. Yes, yes, that's it. The, and the there was a book for that, wasn't there? Yeah, there's yes. a book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it so. it just came out in the last couple of years. Yes, yeah, so new. I would I would say it's safe to say that this game, uh, or even this whole series, would probably be a good play for anyone that likes uh, horror games. Mm -hmm. in general so. it, oh, I'm definitely interested in this game it looks really cool I watched the trailer for it yeah I'm I'm gonna play it hopefully when it comes out maybe I can snag a key y'all remember Dr. Giggles wasn't he a dentist yeah I, yeah well, Dr. Yeah. Giggles dentist yeah. evil yeah. dentist the guy of law and order unfortunately right? I've, I've watched too many effing movies mm -hmm. so. law and guy? order which guy not law not law and order but LA law <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was on L.A. Law. He Fuck was the, LA Law. the mentally challenged guy. Uh, yeah, the mentally that? challenged guy on L.A. Law. Hey, Doc, can do the law. Oh, my God. He's also the fellow that played the bad guy in the first Dark Man. Yes. Oh, Dark Man. Nice. Yeah, good reference That's very there. true. Shook has it on VHS, Dr. Googles. How you nice. going to watch that? You still have a freaking VCR, dude? <laughs> Is there still a VCR that works? <laughs> He'll he'll also let you uh, borrow nurse practitioner Bukaki. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> doctor, that's my doctor's get. That's why the doctor's giggling, man. Mm hmm. Going to town is nurse practitioner. <laughs> Damn. Jesse, what's a VCR? Come on, man. Really? I used to I used to have a forehead VCR. I'm sure you did get forehead. I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this VCR again? I stuck my cock in there, but nothing, nothing happened. Oh, you're kidding? What do you mean? What's what's I'm kidding? What does that mean? She said, "What's a VCR?" No, that's a joke too. I remember one All time right. I saw this tape. Um, it was at our basketball taint? coach's house. Did you say tape taint taint. I saw his taint and his tape. There was a tape in there, and it said head cleaner. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought it was a porn, but it was not. It was just a, a tool yeah. to clean your VCR. Chris said he saw a taint, so I was wondering about that. I, What's wrong? What's wrong? I see taint. Oh, I see taint. <laughs> I see taint, people. I see, I see taint. people's taint. <laughs> I see people's taint. <laughs> yeah, you know there's a parody somewhere that says that, right? Probably. I mean, it's got to be. I see taint. I see tank Dang. people. Mm. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
<laughs> I got bronchitis. <laughs> All right. So this game looks really awesome. I'm loving this. It's a good choice. I'm ready for it. I'm uh, definitely going to try to go play but the old one. The I will other tell one. you. Yes, I'm going to try to do the uh, to do this. <laughs> Bruce Willie. Come on, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> willies, willies. I love willies. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Freaking IT crowds. Yes, best. IT crowd is the best. All right, so the um, release date on this game is to be announced, people. Uh, to be announced in 2020. 2020. Ooh, just uh, just make sure it's not December 31st, right? Eat. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, publishers out there, just make sure you put your pre-order dates at, or release dates at uh, December 31st. Zach is all over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they told me the release date was December 31st at the store. So I pre-order. Basically, what they need to do is GameStop. The reason you're fucking going under is because you don't train your goddamn employees. <laughs> just throwing that out. No, they train them. The employees oh. just don't give a shit. They're right? like, <laughs> they're like, hey guys, what what do we do when a customer asks us about a release date of a game? It doesn't really have a release date. You tell them motherfuckers it's December thirty first. They'll fucking eat it up. <laughs> they they can't okay. get. I got my money back. They can't get their debit card out fast enough. Got my money back, and I will be buying the game <laughs> Doom Eternal in November the 22nd. You fucking asshole. Almost a year <laughs> after his pre order came out. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's classic. I love Both it. Both of you can eat the same dick. Just start off <laughs> different ends. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, since we're talking about horror, I got something show. I want to show you. Look, some whores, horror. Oh, awesome. Oh, it's my cool. my Billy puppet. Why is it in a potted plant? Because it's it's a pothead. Oh, gotcha. Pothead. <laughs> it's a pothead. I bought that at uh, the Comic Con over at uh, Florence, Alabama last year. Comic Con. Lady, I didn't that get was invited there, to a Comic Con. Hmm. What? It was a spur of the moment thing, man. Oh, bullshit. You know what that was? Was somebody was you like, hey, I've got this broken jigsaw head. At least called me. And I've got this pot. Can you sell it to somebody? Challenge. Go. <laughs> She's like, bing, bang, pothead. Here comes Scott. You're going to give me opportunities <laughs> to call out of work. One of those would have been called. Right. Oh, wow. Well. It's been a great opportunity. All right. Well, Zach. I want to go to the Comic Con they have in Tupelo, but I never know when it is until it's like already happened. Yeah. Oh y'all c- y'all need to come down next year, go to the one at Jackson with me. Down here. Well you need to tell right. us when it is or we can plan that. It's in June. That's a that's a trip. June. June. Yeah. That's gonna be hard to do. Nah, you can do it. As long, okay, as long as it's not the second good. I gave you like a long time in advance. <laughs> oh, was that because you got anything else on uh remothered that's por- broken porcelain? That's it. That's All it. right. Well, let's go ahead and get to the part where we talk about where you can find us. Zach, you can go ahead and go first since you've been warmed up well, already. Well, if you're watching this, you already know it's Reaping Souls 81. Yeah. But if you're listening to this, YouTube is Reaping Souls 81. Twitter is at Reaping Souls 81. And Twitch is Reaping Souls 81. Everything is the same now. What? What? That's awesome. Yes. Nice. So it's a lot easier to deal with. 
check him out, ladies and gentlemen. Go watch him. Go subscribe to him. Go send him Bukaki love. Scott, no, where can everybody find you? I'm still on you. I'm still at the YouTube channel, the Games of Death, and I have uh, Twitter is at Death Dealer Three. Scott, and that's it. I don't do anything. I should. No more five names. Scott, oh no, I'm still go by Destro, but I mean, just the channels are reaping souls. Yes, reaping souls. All right, and of course, we get to me. I have my YouTube channel that you're watching slash stream on right now. Bang bang. And I thank you all who are subscribed. And if you aren't subscribed and listen to this podcast, please come by and check it out. We're doing uh, some awesome things. Tonics Horror Fest 2019 going on all of October. It's great times. And <laughs> also, you can check me out on Instagram, Bang Bang Potato. Potato Dick. Potato Dick. And then you can go check out the Disney Tonic Podcast, a podcast I recorded with my buddy Wade. We actually have chapter three of that coming out soon. We recorded the first two episodes today with Shook, actually. Shook 50, we did two Star Wars episodes. So look forward to those cool. coming soon. Pretty fun. And we, we have a good time. The link to that podcast and everything you just heard from Scott and Zach are down in the description of this very podcast. Thank you yes. all. All right, well, guys, thank you for being here. Our next episode, episode 14, will feature our stepbrother, Zach Adams. So stay tuned for that. It should be fun. Last time he was on, it was a great time. It was uh, a great time. We'll mm-hmm. be having him on next time, so we're looking forward to that. So, everyone, thank you all for being here on the live stream, and thank you for listening to this on the downloaded recording from the podcast, wherever you download it from. Thank you for downloading it. Be sure you leave us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast if you're there. On Spotify, just make sure you follow us. And on Podbean, just make sure you click that like button. Click the bean. Click the bean. <laughs> shook. Thank you. It has been a real good time, my friend. All right, everyone. This is a part of the podcast where we say goodbye. So here we go. Let's say goodbye. Good night. Bye. Bye.